It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Baddies, if we restarted the podcast, the power went out because I tried to hook up my mom's lights and now I am like a little boy blaming my mom for something that she asked me to do. Because when I tried to plug in the lights, it completely shut off the power in this room. It's definitely not that we have five or six things plugged into a single outlet. Yeah, you know. Like, this room is drawing more power than any other room in your house. It. We have. Arguable. Three lights, three cameras, Christmas lights. My mom is downstairs with her entire Christmas gingerbread village That's plugged true. in. And also, like, your mom keeps the entire kitchen living room lights on all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the TV is on, blasting TFC. Just blaring. Um, and she's also on the phone with her iPad on, too. So it's it's a competition. It, it really is. I can plug in a couple of things, too, if we want to really win this thing. Get up in the other room. And then you start. I'll turn on the PlayStation. I'll plug in my laptop. I'll, I'll turn on the other PlayStation. And let's just see if we could cause a brownout for the entire neighborhood. Brownout. Nice. Yeah, I don't That's want... when everybody gets diarrhea. Yeah, man. Nice. I just want to commend you real quick oh. because you saw me get frazzled. Yes. Baddies, you guys see it every now and then. I don't think they do. Uh, every now and then I get I don't think they do Oh cause it usually happens Before the episode <laughs> Yeah And then cameras turn on And I'm like Okay let's fucking get this show it's rolling It's crazy cause you turn the cameras off And then immediately berate me And tell me how bad of a job I'm doing That is not true <laughs> That is not true <laughs> I, I, I actually I commend you Thank you You're For right. good you're right. performances I'm, I'm and whatnot. Ruining this compliment That you're giving me Yeah just take it I mean that's like let's Just take it just, are you, Let's dive deep into it It's hard for you to take a compliment That's right I'm told that by brushing him off, it makes me seem humble. Mm, no, by just saying thank you is the best way to... It's. I was told in CCD that <laughs> when you're given a compliment, don't say no big deal. That's a sin because you're... <laughs> right? Right? Because it's a big deal. God gave you these like magnificent traits for a reason. And like, okay, Christian, never say no big deal. And I'll feel guilty if I ever say, ah, nah, it's no big deal. Now you're like, oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's another year in purgatory or something like that. Wow. Crazy. I didn't realize purgatory was a thing until like I got a lot older. I always thought it was just like one or the other. And even as a kid, I was always like, everybody gets into heaven. Then why do we have a hell? It's a heaven's waiting room is what purgatory is, right? Uh, I think that's Florida. 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 Ain't ever been? Okay, well, how come they put Disney World in Florida then? A lot of land. Cheap. Good uh, place. That makes sense. It was closer to Europe so that they could have European tourists. Really? Yeah. That's the reason? Mm-hmm. And they must get a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. I was talking. I was at uh, State's coffee shop earlier today, and I was talking to this elderly man that introduced himself to me. Uh, he noticed the art, the stickers that are on my laptop, and he was like, uh, "I like the art on your laptop." Uh, my 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 wife's an artist; she's a sculptor. And he showed me what he was reading. Blew my mind. It was the most random thing. It was Disneyland's encyclopedia. This is like what? a seventy-six-year-old man. Well, he remembers when Disneyland was built. Yeah, he was. He's. He told me his name. His name's Jerry. Shout out, Jerry. Jerry Bus. Um, but he was like, he had these thick suspenders on. I think he had a Disneyland pin on. And he talked to me for like 14 minutes after the shop closed. Did you meet the ghost of Walt Disney? Honestly, it was surreal. Did you meet Walt Disney's ghost? If he ended the conversation and just dissipated away. Just like winked at you? I would have been like, uh, this is, this is <laughs> a Christmas carol right now. <laughs> It would be a, if you could have any ghost meet you and like have a coffee with. What ghost would you want to have a coffee with? And Ooh. this is a podcast, so this is why we can formulate questions like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Man, that's difficult. It's I'm a gonna tough go with, one. I'm gonna go with. Maybe, maybe do a couple. Like I would have a coffee. Like for me, here's what I'm thinking right away. Okay, I would have a coffee with like JFK because right after that coffee, we're probably gonna go like drink and bang hookers or something, right? <laughs> and, but but then I would also want to have a coffee with like Harry Truman because okay. he's my favorite president and a like, lot a of very political staunch- figures you'd want. Well, I don't get to meet a lot of political figures in my life. Yeah, and because I, I do want to just get to the nitty gritty. Be like, hey, Harry, why'd you quit doing t-shirt business? And- Mm. He actually he ran a t-shirt company before he became vice president and then became president. Well, of probably because 
being vice president is a little more prestigious than well, making I, t-shirts. I don't know why I'm going this way, but Harry Truman is my favorite president because he's a man of the people and is the only person in history to use the atomic bomb twice. I don't know if that's a proper reason to... No, I get a lot of flack for that because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people who think that the atomic bomb didn't end the war. It just needlessly killed a bunch of yeah. Japanese civilians. I understand your angle. Like You like it when people double down, but he... No, you know what my favorite part about he the... He doubled down on the wrong thing. He technically tripled down. I won't, after he dropped the mean? second atomic bomb on uh, Hiroshima, he told the Japanese, he goes, we have a third bomb that we're going to drop on Tokyo next. And we didn't have a third bomb. But he wanted to. Uh, we didn't have one. He was just saying that as a bluff. Well, yeah, yeah. But he, if we had one in stock, he was down. I'm sure they'd build one pretty quick. Yeah. I'm gonna do. Not, yeah. That's a, it's a weird, it's a weird... Uh, Thing to double down on, man. The atomic hey, bomb. The war, we had to end the war somehow. The fact that I mean, you could either that or a full invasion of Japan. The fact that you could split an atom, that concept <sighs> itself, and it's it's just insane, right? You know what the craziest fact about the atomic bomb is? What that because it splits a mile above the ground, mm-hmm. there's a small cone right underneath the explosion that doesn't get hit with any radiation or any anything. So if you are where the atomic bomb actually explodes, if you're like right you're di- safe. directly underneath and they tested this in in the desert with like five or six different I think they all got cancer later from something else, but uh no like there is a small cone of survival right in the center. But if you're not in that tiny cone, your like skin gets belted off and oh, you like done. your sh- your shadows are etched into the ground forever. You're done. Which is one of the most metal things I've ever heard of in my There's still like Shadows in Hiroshima from the people who got hit with the bomb. I don't think a lot of Call of Duty gamers are spooked enough by the map that is Nuketown. So I just went back and started doing the campaign for Modern Warfare. Yeah. And there's a whole level where you are in, I don't know what, a a Middle Eastern um, child Mm -hmm. getting bombed and gassed by Russians. You have to like, as a child, stab a soldier. It's the most intense level. It's the most intense level I've ever played in my life. I mean, the fact that you're a kid stabbing yeah. soldiers. It's worse than in Modern Warfare 2 when you go into the airport and start shooting people. Is your character shorter than everyone else, too? It, it is. It is. Because it's and a first-person like, Your dad's shooter. there, and you're like, you have to run with your dad to go find your brother. And I then... should be playing the campaign for Modern Warfare. Yeah, man. you know, I'm, I'm at the point now where my PS4 is pretty much uh, obsolete. Uh, so I'm going back and playing games that I don't need anybody else to play with me. Mm, single player games yeah man. yeah yeah yeah. you gotta play the last of us the last of us which is gonna have a show soon yeah yeah which i know you're eventually gonna watch because it's hbo produced and you're always curious about those i'm always a little curious play the game man i'm so curious or it's like watch watch some streams on it man because I'm, the act the voice acting is impeccable i have a tough time and i know this is gonna sound really bad what i have a tough time playing video games where i'm a girl you're not always a girl oh no no dude you play as joel Okay, I'm, I'm Joel back is this now. like grisly, jaded, forty-six-year-old uh, in the first one that you know loses his. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Blah 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 blah. He loses someone precious to him. Yada yada yada. Yada yada yada. Spoiler alert from a game that came out ten years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> impeccable, and the second one just gets better. And the fact that Pedro Pascal is going to portray him in the next one, dude, you got to play it. But you're okay. This is the reason why you probably won't want to play it is because it's scary. It is kind of scary, right? Very scary, actually. But zombies actually don't ever, zombies don't scare me. I mean, of course, a jump scare scares anybody. Well, but. it's a different type of zombie, and it's also the way that they execute the gameplay. Mm. It's the scenarios that they put you in, it's the lack of resources that they provide or don't provide. I, I Not to change the subject too much, but I recently downloaded a game called Stranded. On PlayStation, what's it about? Uh, it's literally you in a first person. Your airplane crashes, and you're stranded, and you have to, you end up on an island, and you have to try and like survive on the island. It's really fucking intense. Whoa, I'm 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 down for any game that simulates a uh, a survive like. Uh, it's really because I won't like a can, scenario like that. You can make the decision like, well, I'm just going to take the little raft that I have from the airplane and try and like row out to that other island over there, and like you can do pretty much. Any decision you would make on a stranded island, it makes What me, have you done so far? Uh, I gave up after day two because I kept dying. I couldn't <laughs> find any food. <laughs> you have flexed before on this show that you could survive pretty long on I, an island. I, I, but this is a video game. Well, this is the closest that... No, I think the closest thing would be the show Survivor. Yeah. But which like, I would dominate at. How obtainable is it 
to become a contestant on that show as opposed to trying out in the game. I've auditioned for at least three seasons of Survivor. They've yet to pick me. I don't think I have the abs for it. Do it again. You don't need abs, man. You don't have need... you seen Survivor? Yeah. There's some. Yeah. No, but here's my problem with not having abs on Survivor. They're going to put me on the nerd team or they're going to put me on like sexy versus ugly. And I'm like, why am I on the ugly team? Like... You, that's you projecting, projecting upon yourself. Wow. What if you ended up on the sexy team? This is where you are. Wow. Your 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 view of yourself is like you're gonna be on the nerd team. If they put you on the nerd team, you're gonna be like, why the fuck am I here? But if they put you on the sexy team, you're gonna be like, why the fuck am I here? You're I'm never always happy. you're never happy. <laughs> it does remind me of when we did challenge day at in high school. Yeah, and they had me stand on the side of the room with all the bullies. Made sense. Do you remember that? And I was like looking around, I was like. What the fuck? And you and Austin were on the other side? Made sense. You, you remember that, right? It made sense. Because I think about that moment all the time because I was looking around, I was like, all these people are kind of like assholes and like, I don't, I'm not with these people. I'm like, and all my friends are over there. Because you were standing on the other side of the line and he had it's, Milton Lau's head and you were giving him a noogie. Fuck you. You're like, why am I on this side? And then you had like. Honestly, of all the kids that I did bully, he was the meanest one to me first. He was a secret bully. He was really mean to me. And like nobody ever believed me that he was mean to me. And that's why I went back hard. You know I'm not like a strike first kind of guy. Sometimes you are. Okay. If it's, if it's a dog eat dog environment, you're going to eat another dog. I love dog. <laughs> oh, the, your Asian's showing. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I thought I covered it up. <laughs> no, but uh, that, that, yeah, that was depicting. Was that a wake up call for you, man? <laughs> It was, yeah, honestly, in a, in a way it was. Because I always thought people took knew that I was joking. I was never yeah. a bully for, like, mean purposes. You said something on Matt Petullo's episode. After editing it, I listened to it again, and I want to revisit it. But you said that people don't change. Like, your the example you provided was that uh, that kid that stole your chocolate milk and poured it all over you in the third grade is still going to be that kid that poured chocolate milk all over you, right? For sure. So, and do you apply that rule with, how do you apply that rule? And how much do you grasp onto that belief? I don't know if it's something that is a rigid belief, but it is something that I do keep in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Especially if somebody comes back to me and they're like, oh, hey man, how you doing? Like a lot, I'm, I'm way different. We've changed and something like that. Um, there's a person, uh, and I won't say their name out loud, but there's a person who you do not like in any capacity. And I have admittedly no problem with this person because I've never had a problem with that person. Um, but when, if that guy ever reaches out to me, like I, on principle, I don't want any association with them mm -hmm. because, because you're my boy. Right. Thank you. Um, but then at the same time, like everybody's telling me that this person has changed a lot and is way different, but, but here's the thing yeah. where I come back to, I, I mean, sure. I hope he does. I hope he's a great person now, but at the end of the day, he's still that guy. Still that guy. I, what? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, uh, I, I've hung out with. If, if you know who I'm talking about. Of course I know who I'm talking I've hung about. out with his older brother. I don't know his older brother. His older brother's cool as fuck. That's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's uh, just because you're related to someone doesn't mean that you are that person. Right? Agreed. 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 It's, a lot of the times it means that you most likely will be the opposite of that person. Potentially. But I do have a little bit of guilt when I hang out with his brother because I'm like, oh man, I hope Christian doesn't. No, nah, I don't care about that. <sighs> if you're hanging out with the guy that we're talking about, then like, I'll question it a little bit. But... I bring that up too because like would you think if he came up to you right now if he called you right now and said hey Christian I've changed a lot I learned a lot about myself in the last 10 years No there's a there has to be a like a, a less direct I don't know there has to be a certain way to present it I'd have to see it in a different way but if you guys chances are, like are slim a, to none If you guys were like at a bar not together but like all of a sudden you bumped into each other and then you like shared a beer together and kind Here's of chatted what it, it out Not what? saying that this is this is just an example yeah. it's not an uh the only hypothetical that makes that will make me change my mind about this for context baddies this is a guy that said some mean things to me when i was overweight in high school and i had thick skin about my weight back in high school but like he went over the line without even knowing me and no reason to make fun of me so i've i don't hold grudges but he is someone in the back of my mind that i can easily say that i just have a little check mark next to his name hate. um this is the only way Maybe that I could even think of him being a better person. He's a dad. He got himself. He he got. He's he's grounded. He's not. 
getting himself kicked out of bars. He's not stealing from people. He's uh, not giving people fake money. Yes, he's just like. If you Jesus Christ! If anybody's from Benicia, they know exactly. You know exactly, who we're and I don't give about. a flying <laughs> fuck if oh, you fuck. hear this. I think it is very important for me because a lot of people that are listening to this, if especially if you're from like where we grew up, you have this certain depiction of me that I was this funny fat guy that is too nice. And I've said this a lot of times that I hate that that is a, an, an attached narrative to myself. Yeah, and only and one so, of those things is true. Right? Um, which one? What are you talking about? Uh, the, the funny one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but... I think it's important for me to know that like I do stand my ground and I did stand my ground mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. when he called me Godzilla, when he called me King Kong in the locker room. Very mean words. I've never spoken a word to this guy. King Kong in a different light, though, could be a cool nickname. Yeah, but like but not I, in that, not in that I had enough social intelligence to understand where he was, coming, was coming from. Yes, like that you were yes. trying, to, you know, some I, I feel bad for some kids that get bullied and think that it's uh, oh, they're just being friendly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, our responses are different to things like that. When I was attacked like that as a kid and, or, or was getting bullied, like my response to that was to just turn around and do it straight mm -hmm. back to them. Yeah. Right. Because the reason why that's what, and why I ended up being a bully. Yes. Okay. So I, and this is why I still decided to be your friend even after our first occurrence with each other. Right. You're talking about the sandwich in the locker. Yeah. <laughs> because I truly I know I'm so sorry. Two things. Well, that and like when I first came, like the 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 story that all the listeners already know is the fact that uh. you like uh, threw me under the bus and called me uh, for it, which I'm not <laughs> obviously not mad about. We joke about it all the time. I didn't start that joke. I just perpetuated it. But if we're gonna dissect that joke, uh, this is why I'm saying. I do believe people can change, and I also believe that people do things that they, um, that that people, isn't in their character. That isn't in their character, depending on the reason. Like your intent was like that you were. I was trying to get it off me. Yeah, you yeah. were just trying to survive in this dog eat dog world. Yeah, for right? sure, to bring it sure. back full circle. No, I mean, yeah, that's an incredible point of of the intentions behind what's going on. And also like, you know, we've been able to like talk about it and I've been able to explain myself and like, you know, it's not like anybody made a decision in the seventh grade that they're proud of now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's that, no, definitely. And which is, you need to take into consideration like the person's maturity level, sure. like even or if, lack thereof. Yes. Yes. Because uh, we're all growing kids, especially like moving here. Like, Benicia is a pretty well-privileged place. Oh, yeah, without any question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's a nice place to grow up in. And so coming from a place like uh, like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, um, I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to the fucking jug before you can even say it. I thought you were from Antioch. Um, but from being from Pittsburgh, where there's a lot of poverty, there's a lot of crime, coming here and seeing like seeing the difference in lifestyle and not being able to wrap my mind around it yeah. because I wasn't mature enough for sure. to say it. Because you don't even, it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily, necessarily maturity, uh, but it's not something that you ever think about until it's prevalent, Yeah, right? I mean, you don't know, nobody knows how poor they were until they start telling other people stories about how they grew up. And then they're just like, what? What do you mean everybody shared one yeah. box of mac and cheese? Yeah. They're like, well, that's like, yeah, box feeds a family of five. And they're like, no. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast uh, with Dr. Drew as a guest. And he was talking about like, and I know people agree or disagree with him or like like him or dislike him, but he did have this interesting idea for a show. Um, he says uh, the title of the show would be Everyone's Got One. And he would just go up to like a McDonald's worker and be like, hey, what's your story? Because everybody mm -hmm. has a story. Right? It's like Humans of New York. You know that page on Instagram where they like take a picture of somebody and then they write their story? Whoa, no, that's incredible. It's great because they'll take a picture of a guy and he'll be like, I used to be in the Navy. And no one knew, right? I, uh, the nicest homeless population that I've ever run into. New York. Uh, no, no. Oh. They were like, they. I wouldn't say they're nice. They just deal with their own shit. But Davis, when I was going to school in Davis, there was this one homeless oh. man that I would always cross to get to the bus to get to my classes from like uh, my apartment to the bus. And I slowly and surely got to know him. Of course. And like one day I like I uh, sat down with him. I was just like, he just told me what he was. And like it's uh, it's a common story for the homeless, but he, he was a veteran, you know. And he was completely competent, knew his situation, and he was telling him telling me about the poor life decision decisions that he made to slowly but surely get to where he was. Yikes! Everyone's got one, man. 
right? You're 100% right. You're 100% right. And for a country that prides ourselves on our love for our military, we do not treat them well as soon as they get out of the military. Yeah, yeah. It's a... the system needs to be fixed somehow. Uh, but it won't because this is America. We want to keep it status quo. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to change. Well, this has been a heavy a heavy episode. I think... Uh, welcome. I was going to say welcome. Technically, <laughs> this is still the intro. Yo, I was ready to welcome the baddies, but then the power went out, bro. So it's the power's fault then. It's you know what it is? My it's mom's fault. When the power went out, we still did the welcome, welcome, welcomes. <laughs> I thought I my eyes were just closed the entire time we were welcoming the baddies. And I wear sunglasses, so it looks about the same anyways, right? Yeah, so, you just thought the tint got darker. There is a there is a welcome, but you guys missed it. It's in the technical difficulties. Yeah, welcome um, to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. Highly Irrelevant. Um, I am Christian. I am Alex. And aka Alejandro. You know a lot of people come up to me, and I don't know why they come up to me, but they say, is it cool that they call him Alex? <laughs> yeah, I people come up to me and ask me that. Really? Yeah, people are like, what do, I, what do I call you? I'm like, honestly, dude, like, I don't give a shit. Well, I appreciate the directness, you know? Yeah. Rather than someone coming up to you and calling you Al. That's not okay. Al, there's a lot of, you. Listen, baddies, you can call me a lot of things. <laughs> Al is Twat, not one of them. Douche. Yes. Dick. Asshole. Dang. Yeah, all of those things, I'm, 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 depending on who it is, I'm pretty much cool with. But Al is not okay. In fact, I've told the story in the past. I dropped out of a college class because the professor kept calling me Al. <laughs> Did you slam your pencil on the table? I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking time, up with you. Because you know I like to talk. You know, yeah. I always raise my hand and shit. So he'd be like, all right, Al, what do you got to say? And I'd be like, I don't actually have anything now. You didn't want to correct him? You could be like, sir. At that time, I wasn't Alex. very confident in correcting people. But you've always been confident in correcting other. I've seen it. Maybe not in that environment. Yeah, I think in that environment, I wasn't comfortable. I was never comfortable in college, which leads me to the anecdote that I wanted to start the episode with. What's the anecdote? Recently, ah. I helped Karen out with uh, her oceanography project, mm. and I did the visual for her. I got 20 out of 20 on the visual, and 7 out of 8 on the written portion. Come on, boy! Hey! Honestly, those are like higher grades than I ever got in school. But um, while I was doing it, I was reminded of why I'm not in school anymore, because I hate homework. Dude, oh, I think homework is blasphemy. I think tests are blasphemy. I think... Teachers need to observe students in a group setting and maybe in like, yeah, in single person tasks, but like understand that providing a test for someone puts them in an environment that is inorganic to the workforce. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, the schooling system that we were brought up in was designed for factory workers. That's yeah. why we have a time in and a time out. That's why we have a job that they give us to do because yep. they're training us to be factory workers. But then the Industrial Revolution ended and we don't have factory workers anymore. And now s- customer service workers are like, I don't want to do this shit for $15 an hour. And that's why we have such a bad problem with the jobs market in America. Do you know we're gonna, we're slated to have more people quit their job at the end of this year than any other year in history? I believe it, man. 40 million people are projected to quit their job at the end of December. Jeez, really? Fuck, man. This, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, this country's, this country's burning down. I, I hate to say it, but it is kind of very reminiscent of the last days of Rome. Oh, you think, um, we're going to have, is, I, this I've, is the fall of Rome part two? I've always thought that America's too big to be governed by one central thing, yeah. right? Do you so, think, oh, sorry, I don't mean to. No, but even that. as a kid, I used to say, like, I don't think I'll see, I think my lifetime will see the end of the United States of America. Whoa. All right, let's talk about it. Because look at how different we are from, because here's my whole thing is, you know, and I've said this in the past too, is I don't want people in Kentucky making rules for me. I don't want to make rules for people in Kentucky. In Kentucky, they think they're winning the drug war. They cut down two pot plants and they think they're winning the game. But now in California, we have legal pot making a billion dollars in tax revenue. It doesn't make sense. And they're the reason why it's not federally legal all across the nation. I think what's a a problem with this country that's going on right now is that there are portions of like, you know, of districts and, and uh, states that are just so ethnos, not ethnocentric, but like culturally centric, right? Yeah. Which like, I think is what ethnocentric means. Uh, bubbles and bubbles and bubbles of beliefs and not wanting to uh, collide with other bubbles and have a dialogue, well, right? Because the bubbles that they're colliding with are the exact opposite of their bubble. Yeah, man. That's, that's another problem that I see is like, there's no nuance in America. I've been no. saying that for a long time. There's no there's no gray areas anymore, which is no. which is also a big everything problem. is fi- everything is just so distinct, and uh, everyone is grounded in their beliefs, 
and it's causing such a division and it's 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 crazy to see getting older understanding the 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 divide of this country right have you seen the diagram uh, on instagram or whatever where it's like um strong men create or and man kind not men but strong men create peacetime peacetime creates weak men weak men create war and war creates strong, strong men. men so it's a constant circle and i think we're right at the end of weak men Okay, then so we're going to get into war. I unfortunately, the based on history of what I've read, that's the only way to progress a nation. Damn. And because in wartime everything goes up, production goes up, money goes up, the uh national uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Like the love of your country, patriotism goes up in wartime. That's why ever since World War II our country's been perpetually trying to do endless wars so that we can keep this shit going. So it's been um since the last World War, that was in the 40s. So it's been 80 years since. Uh, yeah. Um, and then we had other we had other wars in between. And all those wars in between were supposedly endless wars. We were in Vietnam for over a decade. Mm-hmm. We were in Afghanistan and Iraq for 20 years. Yeah. I remember when that was going on, I was just a kid and I, I couldn't even fathom. I remember even having a question be like, the war on terrorism, that's not a country. Yeah, what are you, what are you talking How about? How do you have a war on an ideal? Yeah. Right? That's why the drug war is stupid. You were questioning that as a kid? As a kid, I always had weird questions. Yeah. I was always like confused about where the line ends. And I think that's why I've become the person who I am because then I went through and researched and was like, oh yeah, it is actually kind of bullshit. I appreciate you because you asked, you ask questions when they pop up. Yeah. I, I've pacified myself from asking questions knowing that it might cause conflict or like, um, I'm afraid to be not as much anymore, but I was afraid to be ignorant, um, for asking a question. Like, cause I've, you know, everyone's gotten that responsive like you should know that i'll tell you the dumbest question i ever asked but legitimately did not know the answer to what was in the 10th grade i think we were in a history class and my teacher said the word sodomy Mm. and i legitimately raised my hand like i don't know what that word means and like people like laughed at me whatever and she's like well let me read you the definition from the dictionary yeah because she didn't want to tell me it's like it's butt sex Mm -hmm. you know so she reads the definition for me and i remember i will never forget that moment because legitimately i mean i i pride myself on knowing some stuff but i did i had Never heard that word. I mean, I guess I did when I'd read the Bible, but I, I didn't know that word in that tense. I didn't understand the context of what was going on. Uh, and so I remember asking that question and being laughed at for asking a question. It may have been, uh, it's definitely not the first time, but it, it may have been one of the last times I was laughed at for asking a question. That shit hurts. Un- unintentionally. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, And I think it's important to ask questions. Like the, the way our minds work is through reinforcement, right? For sure. And you don't want to be punished for asking for, for our curiosity. At no matter what age, it depends on like how you grew. Well, and that's why, um, for the longest time, I didn't. I I had to learn, and I know you're gonna laugh at this. I had to really learn the English language coming here, because the people I was surrounded by, a lot of people that were using uh, a lot of grammatically <laughs> incorrect phrases, because you know I came from I came from Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh, um, and you you were very deep into the culture, yeah, into your culture, right? But I I mean. I, I don't see I, I recognize that because like when my mom grew up in East L.A., you know, she was going to school and learning English and stuff like that. But then she'd go home and have to speak Spanish because that's all her parents knew. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's it's just that is the plight of the first generation American. So yeah. honestly, I condemn I, I commend you. For that. <laughs> I condemn you. I condemn you to hell. <laughs> I commend you for that. I actually think that's a very noble thing that you did. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. It, it's it, trying to uh, find my footing here in Benicia, like knowing that I was an outsider, dude, like to get back to it, I was, there is a guy, this is an example of a person and I won't state his name of a bully in the seventh grade. I had PE with this guy uh, and I would, uh, it's not me, is it? No, it's not. You. Okay, it's not good. You. This guy was like, he, he was definitely known to, uh, alpha other people. And he, we would be running around the tennis courts and he would run slightly faster than me. And he would try, he would like wave his hand at me like this, his fist at me like this. He would say like, Christian, here's some peanut butter. Here's some peanut butter. Cause I was fat. He would do the Filipino accent because, um, I'm, I was Filipino. I am Filipino <laughs> and I had no friends and I wanted to make friends. And so I wanted to get a laugh and I hate seventh grade Christian for this, but I ran faster. I ran toward the peanut well, what, butter. What do you do when you have no other option? Um, right? Just sit there and cry or do you get into the joke? I got to pee again. I know. I'm I know. Fucking, I can read your body I'm, language. You can tell by like my antsiness. I'm yeah, you're wiggling. Fucking-
so you ate you ate the peanut butter. <laughs> I didn't like lick it off. I didn't eat imaginary peanut butter off of his hands or anything. Uh, but uh, this is what I was getting at: is that he's a prime example of someone that I've noticed has made a turnaround in life. Mm-hmm. Because. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, that person now has a child, children, if I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and has found his footing in society For and sure. as a person and like a, has a, a wife, I think. Yeah. And just seems like a, a good person from what I've seen and what I've heard in the past like decade. And that's somebody who I've known since like the first or second grade. So I've really seen that person grow and change and be a bunch of different variations of himself. And to see where he's at now, it is very, you know. It's good. Yeah. Good for him. And then to what extent do we give the benefit of the doubt? And I know you hate that phrase, <sighs> but like for those actions, what was the reasoning behind it? Like you had to, you had to like poke fun at me because you were being poked fun at, right? Yes. But now in retrospect, I don't know if I had to do that. That was just my response. It's a choice. I mean, like, obviously, like it's a, it's a, it's a thing in grade school, right? It's like, it's this. I'm not the first person to do it. Of course. That's for sure. It's an unspoken uh, climb of the hierarchy in grade school. The animalistic kingdom. Yeah, dude, it's so... Man, children are fucking savages, man. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's just the, the lack of filter. Honestly, like, I, and I've said this also a lot. We're doing a lot of... I'm doing a lot of repeating today. A group of teenage boys is the scariest thing in the world to me. Uh, and tell me why again? Like, four teenage boys together, like, would scare the shit out of me because, like, they have nothing to lose. They're, yeah. they're trying to one up each other always. They're at the least they're going to make fun of me, and the most punishment the most they're going to kill me. <laughs> and already being made fun of by a group of teenage kids because they're supposedly what's hip, right? And they always fucking are. And they're woke and they're they're tic tacers. Uh, and I they it's just like I've I haven't been made fun of yet. Okay, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, when I go jogging outside and I see a group of kids in middle school or like high schoolers i have this slight fear that for some reason they're gonna like make fun of me oh yeah right of for course. some reason because they're in a group and this and it's worse when you run past them and they start laughing yes yes because it has I, nothing to do with you but i used to run during the summer i would run around the neighborhood in um have you seen me in like the, the my muscle tank tops that like show my my titties a little bit? Oh, I have. Running in that, my titties are showing ninety percent of the time. I love it. And I once saw a group of kids glance at my nipple and holding a laugh. And I had so many hypothetical scenarios just pop in my mind. I'm like, I could yell at them, use big words that they don't know, tell them my bae, tell them my, <laughs> well, I went to school and oh my God. I make more money than you. That's the <laughs> best argument for a child. Show me how much money you got in your pocket. I make more money. 15 bucks? You bitch. No, I got that in an hour. The fuck you gonna do? You gonna go to Rayleigh's get a sandwich? You bitch. Can I have half of the sandwich? Yeah, fuck you. Punch all four of them with one fist. So what'd you do? Nothing just kept running. Good. That's <laughs> because, the right reaction, though. But you're right. They have nothing to lose. The most punishment that they could receive is just like, I'm a minor, so I can't get in trouble. They'll get reprimanded by their parents. No, they won't. I'll get reprimanded by their parents. Yes, you will. And by society and by law enforcement, which is why I'm not going to fight a bunch of teenagers. teenagers. I think I would lose a fight against four teenagers. But if I was against four grown men, I think I would be able to hold my own. Yeah. You wouldn't win because they're four grown men, but you'd be able to hold, hold your own. own. Yeah, kick a couple of them in the knees, you yeah. know, hit one in the throat. But when you, oh, oh, man, that's a uh, pretty graphic. Yeah, you got to You can't. You can't fight them all one on one, right? You got to like take a couple out and work on one or two. So you you, you stomp on one one's knee, right, backwards, okay. so it hyperextends. And then the next person who comes up to you, hit him right in the throat, so he's out, break his trachea. And then the next person who comes, you can kind of like, you know, and then like get around. Wah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> Love Tom Cruise. There's gonna be a new Jack Reacher, right? There is. It's a TV show now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have the guy from. I know him from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, is and that I, what he's from? Well, he's also from like uh, um, Blue Mountain State. Yes, as the football player there. That's how I know him. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit. Do you remember the ending scene of Step Brothers when they go to the playground and they start fucking and they up go all beat those up kids? The kids? Yeah. What do you think happened after that? These are two two grown 40-year-old men destroying a bunch of 11-year-olds. Like, 
breaking their bodies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did, did they not pick up one child and spin them around to hit the other children? Yes. I think at one point they grab them by, they, they elbow lock their heads, two of them, and spin around so that their flailing bodies yes. th- uh, hits everyone. It's like they have a radius, an untouchable radius around them. I love them. it. I'm, I, think, I think they both got elected president immediately, uh, and they're both running multi-million dollar companies. I disagree. Jail time. Jail time. Prison time. Yeah, prison time. Yeah. For sure. For child abuse. Um, I have a question I've been meaning to ask you and yes. clear up. Yes, I will. Uh, because I went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh. I had a lot of red meat. Yeah. Gout is definitely in my future. I love Brazilian steakhouses. So good. Yeah. But then like after you have a lot of it, the meat just starts, it doesn't matter what cut it is, how it was cooked. It just starts tasting like meat. Yes. The term meat sweats. Is it when you eat too much meat and makes you sweaty? Or is it when you leave meat out for too long and the meat starts to glisten? When you started this, I thought it was going to be a question that you really wanted to ask me for a long time but didn't have the nerve for. (laughs) Uh, But the answer is meat sweats come after you eat meat and then you sweat. (sighs) Okay. Because if the meat itself is just left out and starts sweating. I've I've seen that with like a, a charcuterie board. Sitting out mm, for a while, like so the like grease of the salami, so becomes the salami, shiny, right? Yeah, it's like the because it's the fat. Honestly, though, that's when the salami tastes the best. Oh no, 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 no! Mm-hmm. That's that's when it makes me hard to breathe. Maybe that's just you might like be my allergic to salami. Health. I'm not allergic. Feel, my throat's, throat's not closing, closing up, man. It's not closing up. <laughs> we should go to a Brazilian steakhouse sometime. Oh, uh, the one in Concord. That's the only one I know around here. Uh, they have one in Napa, Capo Gaucho. That's where we went. That's the same franchise that's in Concord? Uh, no, it's not Gapo. It's like Brazil Steakhouse, is, I think is what oh, it's called in Maybe. Concord. I think it originally was a Gapo Gaucho. But though. you've seen those dudes come up with the skewers real fast. They're like, oh, uh, top sirloin, top sirloin. Uh, what do you want? A whale or a medium? Okay, whale. Just cut. Oh, oh, well. Well, not, not whale. They're not serving. They might. No, they would be shut down fast. I would. I would. What's the craziest animal you would eat? Mm. Mm. Now I'm thinking about like. Like, let's say you find yourself kangaroo. In, ooh, I'm actually really fascinated with kangaroo videos when they're like fighting people. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I know in cartoons, kangaroos are given like boxing gloves, and they can like they can really they duke throw it out. hands. But in real life, kangaroos, kangaroos throw hands because they're very territorial. And the thing that they do uh, to like make themselves bigger than the other kangaroos is they like puff up their chest. I've seen that. And they pretty much like do like a, a peck flex. Oh, they're kind of ripped. Yeah. They're kind of ripped. And, the, and they will, they'll like swipe at you and then they'll jump and like, they'll lean back to get all their like potential energy and then yeah. they'll like jump at you. It's really intense. I just saw a video of a guy who was like essentially hiding behind a tree to not, to have this kangaroo not punch him. <laughs> Um, but, but what did he do? He was like explaining all that. He's like, this kangaroo's upset because I'm in his territory. He thinks I'm here to take away his mates. Uh, and he re- he's like posturing for position. And then when he finally like s- stopped the fight, yeah. the kangaroo did become a little bit like docile because he lost. But it was just a crazy thing to see this, to see an animal that is just a weird fucking animal. It's insane. Like, I'm trying to understand the evolution of it because it's the the the, the face is like a deer. A deer. And then the rest of the, the 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 upper body is of a man. It's an actual Pokemon. Yeah, a kangaroo. That is, is a fictitious creature. A kangaroo is not. You know what else I was just reading about? I believe it's um. Uh, what? Not koala bears. There's another marsupial that I'm thinking of that has two thumbs on each hand, and three vaginas. Oh, it might be ah ah. It might be the the so koala. Why three? Ah, well, one is for what? Getting rid of stuff. One is for pleasure and one's for holding the baby. Getting rid of stuff at like pee? Yeah. Waste. Waste. Waste, baby, pleasure. Yeah. And it's distributed horizontally. I actually like don't that? know. No, no, no. no I don't wait, know that. That was just to make my explanation. I don't know anything the about The distribution of its sexual parts. <laughs> one's on its hand. What animal is this? I'm pretty sure it's a koala. A koala has three vaginas? Yeah. No. And also, and also, eucalyptus doesn't make them high. What? It just like it just dociles them. Okay. Yeah. They they just chill out. It's CBD to them. There you go. Okay. It's Prozac. Is ko- koalas are not marsupials, are they? Yeah, they are. They are. They yeah. got pouches. Mm-hmm. That okay. Three of them. Let's break down a marsupial because the fact that you prematurely give birth 
to this underdeveloped baby. And you're like, here's the world. You can't see it fully yet. Now get back in here. Now get back in here. And you're you're going to chill in there for a few more months until you're a full baby. I don't understand why you just can't do the rest of the work in the womb. I think that's a question you should ask God. God, I don't know. I already, there's flaws with humans that I need to ask God about. Did Noah put kangaroos on the ark and then only drop them off in Australia? You know, before he, being able to drop them off to Australia, did they not fight with Noah? Were they well, like, there was only two. That's still enough to take on this old man. <laughs> he was really old by the time the ark took off, if I'm reading the book correctly. How much time did he have to get all the animals on the ark? Wow. 400 years that's a lot silverback gorillas silverback gorillas and he's Noah? Like, i'm only gonna put these in the center of africa yeah so he had to sail there get off carry the gorillas to the middle leave them there go back to the boat sail to australia this is my problem with the bible what these books don't make sense i mean have you seen the noah's ark replica that they have in kentucky no. They have an exact scale model of Noah's Ark in Kentucky. And you know what's in there? Where? What? Dinosaurs. You have told me this. Because according to these people, Noah also put dinosaurs on you his You have boat. told me this. Did Was Pangea... Is Pangea existing in the Bible? No. Hmm. No. No. Because according to the Bible, the earth is only like 4,000 years old. And Pangea... The last time Pangea happened was 600 million years ago. The idea of... And it's Pan happened four times. It seems so satisfying, right? Just like puzzle pieces coming together and you take them apart and you do it again the idea of plate tectonics wasn't uh an idea until like the 60s until someone saw an earthquake right before their eyes oh. like wait if that moved that much but like even little kids would be like south america fits perfectly with africa like it fits perfectly oh, that right makes there sense. Well, we're, but plate tectonics wasn't a thing until we're conditioning children to fit a triangle in a triangle hole, a circle, and a cir uh, like a circle peg into a circle hole, right? Yeah, I got my circle peg in a circle hole. Uh, oh, you do. I put my triangle peg in a triangle hole. <laughs> That's how I dirty talk. <laughs> hey, want me like um, put my triangle? Like taper off. <laughs> hey, would you like to? <laughs> what? There's a fine balance between um, being timid with sexy talk and being mysterious. Okay, keep going. So I'm just like this. I mean, like, you want me like? So that sounds almost mysterious, but really, it's timid. <laughs> Man, dude, so I'm so sexy. <laughs> that was the funniest explanation you've ever given me for Give anything. me a sentence, I'll make it sexy. Um, let's do it. I was going to give you something really <laughs> that's like... already... Well, that's not sexy, that's aggressive. I was going to like, pass the potatoes. Uh, pass the... Pass the potatoes. Food and sex don't line up for me. We've talked about this in the past. I get very confused. Yeah, what's the deal with like, wait, 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 wait. But there are buffets at strip clubs. Yeah, and there's a reason why nobody eats at the stage. Some people do. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to be full. And made that mistake once. I've never been full and horny. Never. No, because you're satisfied one way or the other. Ah. You're not craving satisfaction. That's the other thing. It's like, I'm getting two different paths of satisfaction here. Do I want to be full and happy and full of food? Or do I want to be horny and rigid and... Um, it's no, no, rigid's definitely. I feel, I feel like a block when I'm just like after the Brazilian steakhouse. Oh. I was just like, no, no, like Melissa wasn't even home or anything. Like it's like it could even happen, but like did it's the least sexy I felt. I have a tough time having sex after eating pork. Mm. I feel very bloated after I eat pork, very salty, and then it's just, the last thing I want to do is roll over on a girl. Yeah, you can't eat like uh, you can't eat a strip of bacon and be like, "All right, let's get it on." But I would put a strip of bacon on. And the next thing I'm going <laughs> to talk about. Wait, what? What's the science behind aphrodisiacs? Do you know? Like a chocolate dipped strawberry apparently like activates something in your brain. Uh, yeah, oysters. Green M&M's. I think it's the, the sexuality that we attach to these foods. Well, think about how you... Is it like how we eat it? So is it a societal thing or is it really more of like a physical thing? Is it the way you eat the oyster or is it because like you know that oysters are already an aphrodisiac? I think for us, it's the second one. Yeah. But the first people to like come up with it, I think we're just trying to like get, get a girl and then like somebody overheard and was like, hey, did you hear what that guy just said? He said oysters make girls horny. Can you think of any like ethnic foods within our cultures that are sexy foods? Green M&Ms. No. But I, no, green M&Ms are an aphrodisiac. 
And I think it's because the character is a woman. Oh. The character of the M&M, she's the only girl. I wasn't going in that direction. I was thinking that green M&Ms are usually associated with a strict rider. You know, for like those brown M and M's, and that was Van Halen. Okay, yeah. all right, never mind. Scratch that. Um, no, but I, yeah, that's that's one of the. And then strawberries are like, you ever cut a strawberry in half? Like, very, it's kind of sexy. Kinda, it kind of looks a little, you know. I had uh, this biology that's why class. I don't eat bananas. Uh, this biology class, we had to uh, dissect an oyster, <laughs> and my partner was female. And I didn't know what to say. And we opened up this, this like clam, this oyster. And I, all I could say was, nice. Looks familiar. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, I bet it doesn't. And then she goes back to work. <laughs> she didn't come to class the next day. I'm kidding. She I'm was kidding. dead. Um, um, <laughs> I, I do enjoy oysters. Oysters are a delicacy, man. Yeah. Yeah. A good, when's the last time you had a good oyster? Sounds like I'm hitting on you. A couple days time. ago, baby. No, I actually haven't had oysters in quite a while. Me and Nick Lowe went to get oysters once when I was living down in Orange County. Yeah. We had a friend who was a manager of a restaurant. There was a big oyster bar there. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but oysters are always good. And then you have like a, a plate of them. Then you're like, let's do another one. Then you have that second one. And then you order a third one thinking that's what's going to help. But yeah. by the third plate of oysters, everybody's sick. Yeah. You can't have... It's, it's like raw fish, It's too. just coagulated fish tongue i think with like any what are we talking about <laughs> we're talking about seafood man nah. See, that's what it is i think like any sort of raw food even though we've ain't it crazy like we've now the the cavemen that created fire so that they could cook their food mm-hmm. that was a tool that changed society forever because now we're changing the way we feast yeah and then the more societally developed we've become and the more like uh the more full of ourselves we become we're just like hold the fire (laughs) i will eat this raw i mean a a nice like wagyu tartar yeah yeah just kissed with a light flame Mm -hmm. Mm. so it's just pants like seared something seared i love a good i love a good hard sear when it's a because that's the oh, God two damn, worlds. Why are we col- talking about steaks? Now I'm getting hell hungry. I'm hungry. Now I want to go home and make a steak. It's going to be like 12 o'clock at night. I'm be over here frying a steak. <laughs> I make a hell of a steak. I don't know if I've ever cooked for you like my my ten pole foods. It's possible. Have you've, I ever cooked for you? You've cooked for me once because I've had dinner. Uh, like you've made us fajitas when Melissa and I came over. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, that was nice. We got to have another one of those. But in the meantime, do you want to do an improv scene, my friend? Yeah. All right, let's get to it. The baddies have been waiting for it. Baddies, thank you so much. We put you through a lot today, guys, but you know what? We went through a lot today to make this fucking episode. Yes. Yes, we did. So appreciate it, and I hope you guys are still listening. And tell your friends. To, like, follow us on YouTube. Yeah. Also, if you're on Pokemon Go, hit me up, because I'm back into it, and I'm really, <laughs> I could really use some friends. You send gifts, and we can battle and trade, but that's nothing. I, I traded with my friend today, my Graveler, trying to get a Golem, and then uh, she couldn't trade me back the Golem. So that sucks. What? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why. Is she fucking with you? No, like we tried to do it. I was like doing it all on both phones. Question for you before we get into the uh, improv scene. Um, if someone, a stra- if a stranger were to accidentally Venmo you more than $200. It's mine. Damn. It's mine. Fuck them. I had a coworker that was accidentally Venmoed over $200 and he gave it back. And the stranger... Tipped him one dollar. <laughs> That's more upsetting than anything I've ever heard in my life. How much do you want? Are you gonna put a ransom for the? No, fuck that guy. It's his mistake. It's mine. Oh shit! I'm gonna transfer it immediately to my bank and then delete, delete the Venmo your Venmo app. account. Ah, your account. You have to do it. Gone. Wow. Um, I do remember one time in middle school, this lady dropped some cash on the floor. Yeah. And I told her about it, and then she like gave me one of the dollars or whatever. But I remember as soon as she left, one of the guys sitting next to me was like, I wouldn't have said anything, then we could have kept it all. And then I remember even thinking to myself, like, huh, oh, I could have kept it all. That's a thing to do. Yeah. found a $20 bill in Burlington when I was six years old, and I jumped up with joy, super loud, saying I found a $20 bill. Security came and took the $20 bill. Recently, I've been on a, like, I found a $5 bill twice. In your pocket? Separately. No, on the floor. Whoa. So the first time I found it was 
uh, at work, like just in the parking lot and there was nobody around because it was the middle of the day. And I was like, oh, well, it's my $5. The next time it happened, I went to go buy um, some yerbas for Karen and I didn't have, my card kept getting declined. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I was like, whatever. And I like called her. I was like, hey, I can't get it right now. Like whatever, no big deal. Walking out, kind of got my head down and boom. $5. It was enough to buy three yerbas. Whoa. And even Karen was like, how do you do this? I was like, I, I don't know. Satan provides when, you, when he likes. Or God trying to make up for a three-vaginated koala. He's apologizing to me for that? No, no. He's just, With $5? A, a, Sorry about those koalas, pal. Apologizing to mankind for koalas. You could just not give them chlamydia. Which is a weird thing to just like, by default, give an animal... Uh, a bunch of sex disease. Just a transmitted disease via. I mean, do they have? Are they born with chlamydia? Or are they no. just fucking? They have it. Nobody's born with chlamydia. Do they have sex, doctors? Chlamydias? Not chlamydias. What? Koalas. <laughs> yeah, they have sex. I think they no, even have doctors. Sex. Like you know, I mean, can a vet oh. be like? Uh, I don't know how to tell you this, Mister Koala, but <laughs> sit them down, Mister Koala. Take a seat. Um, those those bumps on your lips, those are chlamydia. I don't get it. Jim has it. Well, Steph has it. And. You also lose that your last two sexual partners were Jim and Steph. Oh, there's a threesome, yeah. Everyone's doing it in the jungle. Well, and that's the problem, sir. Did you wear a condom? I mean, I, they're not provided for us. Well, we have some free ones. Koala condoms. Man, that's wild. I don't even know what a koala penis looks like. I do know duck penises are like a corkscrew. Stop. Hmm? Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Yeah. So when they fuck, do you have to spin a duck so it goes inside? No, it's so they can't get yanked out. Oh, they're just like attached. Yeah. Yo. Animal body parts are the most insane thing. I've penises are weird, dude. Vaginas usually are consistent. Pretty consistent across the board. A horse vagina looks like a cow vagina. Looks like a goat vagina. But hopefully, doesn't look like a, a woman's vagina, right? I don't know. Let's do an improv scene. Yeah, let's stop this before it gets too <laughs> crazy. Before we get canceled for talking about animal vaginas. This episode has been all over the place, and honestly, it might be my favorite one. I'm so happy with this. We episode. got super deep in the beginning, then yeah. we lost power for a minute, then we got back into we it. We're able to get silly. That's now what we're it talking is. about animal vaginas. A lot of animal vaginas. The more and more you bring it up, the more and more it exists. I think that's called a tulpa. What? When something doesn't exist until you start thinking about it and then it exists, that's a tulpa. Like Slenderman. Or Momo. You should be Slenderman for Halloween and don't ever say Momo to me again. Let's do this improv scene. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Irrelevant highly. Mr. Koala? Yeah. Have a seat. Yeah. It's a it's a Friday afternoon. I was gonna have drinks with the boys at Chevy's. It's um odd that you called me in here, Doc. Well, I gotta talk to you about something pretty important. Alright, well can you make it quick because we have a five o'clock reservation. As quick as I can be, but if you will please sit so we can discuss this. Okay, okay. There's really no easy way to, to say this, but does your sister have a boyfriend? Does my sister have a boyfriend? Yeah, I'm 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 recently single and I know you, you have a sister and I'm just wondering if she has any like highly inappropriate environment to ask the question, but Sarah is single. He, he's she's casually seeing Jonathan, but I don't see how this is Doctor, yes, you have a well paying job Thank in eucalyptus. You. It's it's amazing, and I know that you could support a family, but highly inappropriate. I just thought, you know, we've gotten to know each other over the course of these last few weeks. Oh, also, you do have chlamydia. Um, we we've been getting to know each other over these. Wait, last wait, few wait, 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 slow down. What? What did you say there? We've been getting to know each other over the last few weeks. Before that, that I'm looking to date your sister. After that. Oh, you have chlamydia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that was just an urban legend. No, 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 no. Actually, like nine out of ten koalas have chlamydia. I was thought I was thinking I'd be like one out of t what? Yeah, no, no. Sorry, pal. Do you have chlamydia? Yeah. Oh, rampant. I'm my body is riddled with chlamydia. How do we? I'm Nothing you can do. Just something you live with. So your sister. Cut to um all of Mr. Koala's past sexual partners. Um, hey, <laughs> knocking on like a tree stump. Oh. Mr. Koala, I haven't seen you in years. My husband's home, so please make this quick. Jennifer, uh, it's been an, uh, somewhat uh, 12 months since we've mated. It's been 11 months, 14 days. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. who's counting? Um, uh, I, when, we, when we did our thing, I had chlamydia. 
So oh. I thought I'd just. Oh, that's fine. I have it too. Oh, you, oh, you do? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm a koala. Cut to um, uh, another sexual partner of Mr. Koala. Jim, how you doing? Hey, uh, Steve. Yeah. It's been a an uh, mere mere uh, twenty four months since we've uh, had sex. Jim, you were at my house last night. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have chlamydia. What? I have chlamydia. That's fine. I also have it. I'm a koala as well. Oh, oh my god! Is this a co- common thing? Cut to the third sexual partner. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, it's me. It's Jim. Jim Koala. Jim, I'm sorry. How do I know you, Jim? Uh, cut back to the <laughs> koala club that they were at uh, three months ago. <laughs> hey, um, two AMFs, uh, one lemon drop, and a shot of Mil- Milago. Thank you, thank you. I hey, like this song too. How you doing? Good. Um, my name's Jim. I'm here with the boys. We just came from Chevy's. Uh, you wanna, you want this lemon drop? Sure. Cut back. And then we, yeah. I'm sorry, Jim. I, I was it Club Eucalyptus? Is that where we were at? It was uh Club Bamboo. Club Bamboo. The one. Club Bamboo, is that the one with the girls in the go-go cages, or is that the one where it's men? It's the one where it's a mixture of both. Ah, fuck. Bamboo's such a confusing one. And how long ago was this? Three months ago. Okay. Well, I have you... chlamydia. What? I have chlamydia, which means you probably have chlamydia. What? Cut to, um... I'm allergic to chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> um, cut to the mayor of uh, Eucalyptus Town. Uh, it's a great world we're building. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a vicious, vicious outbreak of chlamydia, and the only way to save it is if everybody wears a mask. I'm not wearing a mask! If everybody stays home. I'm not the one with that! Uh, and you just, like, don't talk to your grandparents. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, see, we see a random koala coming up with the letter Q embroidered on his fur. I think that's called a branding. <laughs> Branded onto his fur. What did I say? Embroidered? <laughs> These are a bunch of Build-A-Bears. <laughs> I am imagining the town from Zootopia. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. I was not, but now I am. Um, it's all fake. Huh? Chlamydia is something that the government implanted into the minds of us koalas. What? Who is this man? So that we could divide, not mate, and eventually become extinct. Chlamydia is fake. It's a conspiracy. Stop wearing your masks. Koala Anon, you are not allowed to speak on this front anymore. (laughs) I'm the koala shaman. Uh, We know. You actually make it very clear with the way you're dressed and have your face painted um, like an American flag. (laughs) Um, Cut Cut to Koala Anon and the mayor of Eucalyptus Town. Um, having a final sit-down chat. You wanted to see me? Yes, you're not doing enough. You need to be making more noise about how this is a fake disease. I'm trying. I'm walking around with the staff. I've uh, rallied up 50 other Q koalas. Have you tried getting, like, uh, maybe a scientist on your side? Yeah. Who, who could be like, I know chlamydia is fake because I created it, huh? Cut to uh, an episode of Koala Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Koala Anon, Koala Anon, you um, you are most known for being like an outspoken person. But what is it that you really want people to know? That it's all fake. Um, media's fake. Yeah. Uh, koala media is fake, and yeah. uh, koala politicians—they all lie to your face. Have you ever done Koala DMT? Yeah. Nice. Me too. Have you ever had Koala elk meat? I love koala elk meat. I hunt for koala elks <laughs> twice a year. I have three freezers full of koala elk meat. I I, I hear you uh, use koala horse uh, <laughs> horse dewormer for uh, uh, actually, your no, it's, chlamydia? It's not a horse dewormer. It's a medicine that doctors actually prescribe to other koalas, okay? People are just slandering my name by saying it also is a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> Cut to uh, the CEO of uh, Koala Spotify. <laughs> We got to get Koala Joe Rogan more time on air. More time. Mm, no, oh, they're Swedish in Scotland. We've got to get the We've Koala, got to Joe, the Rogan. Koala Joe, Joe Rogan. Not to do it. It's a, make a, make a more popular. 
Sí. We are Swedish koalas. Sí. I, do you think animals have accents? Like if you met a dog in Australia and had him bark at a dog oh, in America, shit. do you think there'd be a difference? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of bark that was. You were just excited. To an, excited oh. an excited human in Australia. That's just called an Australian. Oh, there, there's the dog over there. That's actually not a bad uh, Australian accent. It's getting worse. Don't like I said. Don't ever compliment me on uh, impressions. I'll never compliment you. Yeah, you will. You know you will. Oh, let's get out of here, man. Let's see who can count the highest. Come up with a better challenge. Okay, that's fine. You know, I let's don't get usually say no, but let's come up. Let's actually end the podcast with a better challenge. You know, something we should implement is ending episodes highly irrelevant. Um, with like a weird challenge, just like a weird thing. Okay. You have to come up with it and I'll double down and I'll do it. What are you looking around for inspiration? Let's finish the drinks that we have. Not a, no, this is a big white claw. This is a big beer. Baddies. To stay you. happy. Stay lovely. We have new merch. Check it out on the store, icbtb.com. You guys know where to follow us on Instagram. At call underscore me Jesus. Christian has asthma. At ICBTB podcast. Yeah. We love you. We love you. I love you more than Christian does. Same goes for me double. Says that and same goes for me triple. Fuck. You can't do that. All right. Mazel. Shen Shen.